Hey, welcome to Zany Zack and the Job. Yeah. 97.1 WENS, the Weenus. The Weenus. <laughs> 7 a.m. morning drive time on a sunny, clear day here in Jackson, Tennessee, Zach. We're looking at 41 degrees with a high of 52. <laughs> Sunshine all day. Uh, here in the Greater Jackson area, Zach, we've got a uh, we've got a full show. I am the Jock, joined as always in studio by Zany Zach, the this Zany is, uh, one. Your 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 friendly daily morning reminder to uh, wake up, <laughs> get out of bed. <laughs> Zany Zach, what are we talking about this morning? What's on the agenda? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, well, I had breakfast this morning at this place called Latham's. Latham's. Have you ever been there? I have because I was there. <laughs> <laughs> because I was there with you. <laughs> hey, this isn't fun. Let's uh, let's break character. You want already? <laughs> already? Did you want to go a few more minutes on our homage to Morning Drive Radio? <laughs> no. When we promised we would do it, it sounded so fun. We did promise we would do it, and it promised to be fun it, in our it hearts. It broke that promise. It did break the promise. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I, anyway, Latham's. Latham's is this. <laughs> No, let's talk about why we wanted to do that. Because it was midnight last night, and it seemed like a good idea, and we both like we both had a a, a real appreciation for radio as kids. I think we both listened to the we radio. We both worked for radio stations. Yeah, we both worked for radio stations in our past. Other things we have in common. Yeah, we um, have different things in yeah, common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the things that I liked doing was my top 20 radio show. Okay. Yeah, that was fun. Top 20? Top 20. Talk to me about that. Weekly can... top 20. Okay. I would count them down. Count them down. down with... Dude, with... you had a countdown show. Me and uh, my friend Ashley Stevenson, who was a boy. Okay. Uh, and Interesting. Where were we at on Ashley as a guy's name? Uh, I feel it... like it was a thing of a moment. I feel like it was... the moment's gone. Yeah, the moment was like, uh, like Scarlett O'Hara and company, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, he, he went by Steve Jacobson on the air. Okay. Um, and it's in the same wheelhouse as Ashley. I get it. Um, I, I went by Zach Bartles. Okay, yeah. Which yeah. I immediately realized it would have been way better. Go little my, my little on the nose. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's not a good radio name. Zach Bartles. Zach Bartles. It just doesn't. It, it has too yeah. much uh, yeah. bubble to it. Right. I would have. I would have. If I could go back, uh, I would have gone by Zachary Scott, which Zachary is my first name. Scott. My middle name. This yeah, there is you Zachary go. Scott. Yeah. Or Zany Zach and the Jock. <laughs> <We're back. laughs> I don't even know what the show's called. Is it just called that? It's called Zany Zack and the Jock. Zany Zack and the Jock. Listen, right. folks, you want to have a lot of fun, head on down to Somewhere Boring. That's always what those were like, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Listen, we're going to be doing a remote from Fashion Square Mall. We're Dude, gonna... that was totally, when I worked in radio, That those are the kind of remotes we did. They were always in sad places. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a Kroger or like... Um... Like one of those rent-to-own like furniture places. They, they would have rented like a, uh, a single spotlight to yeah. shoot up into the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grim. Hey, there's stuff for the kids to do. You, they can get their face painted. They can go in this one really small bounce house. Dude, you know what we had? We had a, a cash cube where like you get in it and it blows cash around. And like people a try to cheese it. with the tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Did I mean, you ever get to do it? No, but I had to put it together each time, and it was like a, it was quite a, a an ordeal getting like all all four pieces of this like wobbly plexiglass to like go in right. Now, as someone who worked in what promotions or something, promotions, you said, yeah. Did you come up with these kind of things? Dude, no, I was just executing. So oh, it was okay. always like go here, go there. But I had to. Uh, you'll appreciate this. So we had a big. This is before homeschool, but we had a big like homeschool van 
that we drove with the the station you know logos and stuff all over it but then we had a i had to tow like this huge it was a huge boom box but it was the size of like a semi-trailer and i had to tow it behind the it wasn't that big behind the uh the homeschool van all around indianapolis like before gps so i was i had like a huge map trying to find these places in the city um while towing a huge uh boom box i can't believe i didn't hit anything um, so people probably all honked and waved and got excited when they saw you. Yeah, they honked and waved. Didn't have a name. Like, uh, hey, keep your eye out for the. Keep your eye out for the. It probably did. I don't remember what it was oh, though. Man, doesn't that yeah. suck when those kind of things? Yeah, they. What, what was the the show that you liked growing up? The morning show. What Bob was and the, Tom. Bob oh and Tom. right, Bob and Tom in syndication. That's a yeah. nationwide thing now. Yep, yep. It, it used to be regional. It used to be just like Central Indiana, Indianapolis. Um, it was on W's. WZPL, I think, was the the name of the station that carried it. Our local one was uh, the Morning Zoo, which I feel like yeah. was all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I moved to Grand Rapids, Rick and Scott in the morning. Okay. And then Free Beer and Hot Wings. Yep, yep. Rick and Scott in the morning. That's great. A couple of Dutch guys, probably. Yeah. Rick is dead now. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> watch your mouth. No, but Latham's. <laughs> yeah, Latham's. <laughs> we had this is now a tradition in mm-hmm. that every time I come here yeah. which is a, a good solid I think next time I'll be hitting the half dozen yeah once for every year of the podcast yeah that's right um, we uh, tend to go to Latham's yeah just because it's an amazing place but right now it's particularly amazing yeah. so describe it like radio not television give them the give them the lay of the land there at Latham's okay n- not like a mask place so definitely that, not a mask place not, not pick up only yep nope uh, it is basically a a hive of mm-hmm. awesome old people. Yeah, being awesome old people, which is what awesome old people are best at. Definitely, dude. And something that I tend to uh, dabble in now and intend to, to yeah. fully embody at some point. Absolutely. Uh, and so we we got some steaks for yep. tomorrow night. Uh, blew a big wad of gut check cash on 44 that. Forty four bucks worth of steaks. Uh, yeah, we very heavy. Got a ton of. I mean, when you say I'll have eggs and bacon. Mm-hmm. It's not like two strips of floppy bacon. It's yeah, like yeah. half a pound of like crispy, crispy bacon. Mm. I got some ham. There you go. And then we got uh, checked out. And I don't mean in like a, a sexual sense. Well, uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't think Would so. that be weird? No, I don't think so either. She had no time for, yeah, for yeah, that yeah. or for us. Exactly. Uh, she had time for us as customers. That's good. She, she could have been anywhere from 58 to 94. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's definitely a smoker. Absolutely, 100%. But this lady was amazing. So nice. And, and I've interacted with her several times, yep. and she's consistently awesome. Dude, she's a fixture. I think she works about 90 hours a week. Um, <laughs> she's always there. And she doesn't like it when they're slow. She doesn't she like when they're slow. Busy. She wants to be busy. Yeah, she likes staying busy. So we walk in there, and cool uh, there's all these old guys eating. You know how old guys eat breakfast together? Always together. I feel bad for old guys in, in Michigan who, at the moment, aren't yeah. able to eat breakfast together. Exactly. And... Uh, What's on the radio? Is it, is it some kind of Lawrence Welk or something for old people? <laughs> Dude, no. It was Guns N' Roses. So as the lady, as the 94-year-old lady was checking us out and making polite chit-chat with us, Welcome to the Jungle was playing, like, just over her shoulder. Um, it was surreal and, and great. Um, it was just the perfect, like, land of the free kind of experience. Little Guns N' Roses, old lady selling us breakfast. And then... Awesome. Uh... Angel is a centerfold came on. Yeah, that's right. Jay Giles band. We couldn't remember the name. I, I took a couple stabs at it all wrong. I want to I read to you the lyrics of Welcome to the Jungle. And I want you to Please tell do. me, yeah. uh, as a, a teacher of as journalism a and, and creative writing. As a man of letters, yeah. As, uh, 
a, a food critic and yeah. a, <laughs> everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, former Miss Tennessee, 1962. <laughs> former Miss Tennessee. <laughs> Tell me what you think of these. What would you yeah. give these? If these just came in on a piece of paper. So if I'm teaching like a poetry class and this comes in. Right. Obviously you give it an F because it's plagiarism, but say yeah, you've yeah, never yeah. heard the song. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the jungle. Okay. We got fun and games. Wait, we got or we've got? We got. We got. Okay. Because this is white trash music. Any way you cut it, even though we like it. Also, I used to love this record. Oh, dude, this is Appetite for Destruction, right? Dude, when, yeah, when my dad and I would lift weights in our garage in Empty Factory, this is the record that he would play. Dude, listen to this. I got it for a birthday present. Okay. My dad would always look at everything that I got off oh, of media, sure. which is yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, he didn't even get to listening to it because. He had some qualms about the cover, didn't he? It wasn't even the cover with the skulls. He was yeah. like, I don't know about this, Zach. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I, I don't want to smoke. It's not like yeah, satanic, because yeah, yeah. satanic panic was going on. Sure, sure. He opened it up. Okay. I don't even remember this. I it's don't. a really troubling. I don't, but picture. tell me about it. I bet it'll come I bet back I can to me. Bring it up a minute. I'm gonna type "robot appetite for destruction." Mm-hmm. Don't look this up, guys. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I just want to see if you remember this at all. Sure. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that was on the inside, and my dad was like, "Not a chance." Buddy. Yeah, that's really distressing. It, wow. It looks like a bad, bad, bad thing is being celebrated in a really horrible, weird way. Yeah, wow. Um, but it had to be shocking in the 80s to be rock and roll. I guess. And, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm not defending it. I think no, it's awful. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, but the song itself uh, does. I do. I like Sweet Child of Mine. I like, Keep playing some lyrics on me. Yeah, I want to, as a <clears throat> man of letters. So you, you've, you've found a little grammatical gripe already. Yeah, well. But literary license, you know. Yeah. Far be it from me. I don't want to shoot holes in the thing. We are the people that can find whatever you may need. Yeah. We are the people that can find, find whatever you may need. So, like, in our case this morning, it would have been breakfast. Yeah. A couple of nice cigars. Like, they could find it. She And, and they did. I was yeah. like, I want some eggs and bacon. <laughs> she right. found it. Yeah. Um, also, it sounds kind of like a concierge. Yes. Perhaps. It's a concierge service. Uh, if you got the money, honey, we got... Your disease. Mm. Now, a bit of a slant rhyme there. Yeah. Need and disease, not really rhyming, but... Uh, all right, so the chorus is, in the jungle, yeah. comma, comma, welcome to the jungle. <laughs> so, welcome to the jungle, but only mm. in the jungle. In the jungle, yeah. Uh, I think we have some prepositional phrase issues here. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. In the jungle, yeah. welcome to, to the, the jungle. jungle, watch it bring you to your... Knees. Knees. Ooh, ah. Yeah. I want to watch you bleed. Wow. What is going on? Because a minute ago, yeah. this guy wanted to get me everything I wanted. Right. He wanted to be my concierge. Now he wants to watch me bleed. Now he wants to... Yeah. I'm confused. Very confused. Which 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 concierge am I getting? <laughs> <laughs> Verse two. Yeah. Welcome to the jungle. We take it day by day. Okay. <laughs> if you want it, you're going to bleed... But it's the price you pay. So that's the kind of concierge we're dealing with here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, I don't want your tips. Yeah. I want to. I want you to bleed. I don't want to watch it happen. Anything you need at all. Yeah, yeah. You anything, anything you need at all. Hey, don't be a stranger. You just let me know. Except that I want to watch you bleed. Okay, so now we've learned about him, mm-hmm. the singer. Yeah. Now we're going to learn a little about ourselves. All okay. right? You're a very sexy girl. <laughs> very. Why, thank you. Very Why? hard to please. Yeah. And it surprises me that he couldn't. That, right. that you couldn't please her with that whole thing about wanting to watch her bleed. Yeah, I know. Like, that doesn't do it for what, her or What something. a charmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can taste the bright lights 
but you won't get there for free. I don't know what that means, but I bet you it's sexual. Yeah, right. yeah. It uh, sounds nefarious to me. Another chorus, mm-hmm. a little, little different. In the jung- in the jungle, uh-huh. welcome to the jungle. Feel my 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 serpentine. Mm. That that's that's dirty. But See, it's not. But we have we have part of speech. You know what's confusion. funny? This is a, this is an old man thing. Whenever I hear serpentine, I think of that belt in your engine that just yeah. sort of like yeah. Or, or secondarily, I would think of like the way that people drive in movies to avoid getting yeah. shot. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that uh, maybe that's a what we call in, in uh, grammatical terms uh-huh. a substantive. Okay. Because serpentine mm-hmm. is, is is an adjective. Right. Um. So, I know what he means there, but I give him a, a very low grade for communicating it. Ooh, ah, I want to hear you scream. Uh-huh. Um, I don't like this concierge anymore. This guy is... All of a sudden, I feel like I, I'll be on my own for finding what I need. <laughs> you know? I bet I can make it... I'll be just fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> I would leave this concierge a very uh, a poor a bad review tip. on, on yeah, yeah. Yelp. Yes, exactly. Welcome to the jungle. Uh-huh. It gets worse here every day. Mm. You learn to live like an animal in the jungle where we play. Now... That's the worst so far. Yeah. Although, it's the least distressing. Right. There's, <laughs> right. no, there's no imagery in it that's immediately, like, uh, problematic. Right. So... There's nothing that reminds us of the uh, liner notes picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I, I want to I ask you something. Why, at, like, 16, did we think this was awesome? But now, we... Obviously, there's there's issues with it. But if this song came on the radio and we were driving around, oh, we'd crank I'd up. be excited. Because yeah. it sounds amazing. Yeah. Because... Dude, the first 15 seconds of it were awesome. And Axl Rose, young Axl Rose, not like yeah. current bloated dying Axl Rose. Right. Speaking of serpentine, maybe that's what he's talking about. His serpentine yeah. dancing. Yeah, he yeah, danced yeah, yeah, like yeah. a sea snake. Yeah. Um, and I think it was the energy of it. It was. It, was, it had, This song has more forward momentum than any, almost any other I can think of. Dude, so much of what we liked back then goes back to energy. Like, we, we've talked about this ad nauseum, but Rage Against the Machine, completely ridiculous, laughable, terrible politics. We wouldn't agree horrible with... Horrible lyrics, horrible worldview. Horrible everything. Garbage. Yeah, it's just a trash heap. Yet... It is, yeah. it is a gas pedal being pushed yeah, all the way down. Yeah, it's a gas pedal being pushed all the way down, and I think, like, it... In your teenage years, you admire that kind of motif. <laughs> I want to read a little bit more because it gets even worse. Yeah. <laughs> if you got a hunger for what you see, mm-hmm. you'll take it eventually. I feel like that was us at breakfast this morning. <laughs> we had a hunger for what we saw, and we did take it. Well, only after paying the really nice lady. There's a caveat, and it's yeah. odd considering. Uh, what we've heard so far. Yeah. You can have anything you want, yeah. but you better not take it from me. Ah, so you can't have anything you want. Shut no, 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 no. You can't. <laughs> and there's a bridge. Okay. And when you're high... Dude, I'm a big bridge guy. I love song. bridges. Yeah. yeah. I like bridges, tunnels, the whole yeah. thing. Give yeah. me a meatloaf song with like yeah. lots of different Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, when you're high, you never, ever want to come down. So down, so down, so down. Yeah! Dude, where were you at on meatloaf? Like... It wasn't cool to like it, but I liked it. I loved Meatloaf. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Meatloaf... I could do uh, anything for love, but I won't do that, dude. I, I mean, that's one of like three Meatloaf songs that I could... I, I would, would listen to that like five times in a row if it came on right now. Um, I don't even know what he's talking about either, but... Yeah, no. Absolutely not. Should we dramatic read a little bit of that? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. Yeah. 
Dude, so bad concierge in that song is where we're, where we're landing on Welcome to the Jungle. I don't feel very welcomed. Uh, <laughs> it might say Welcome to the Jungle. It might but say it, but... Frankly... The implication is otherwise. I think they could do a little better. Yeah, they could. At welcoming us. That's it. All right, let's see. Meet Love. Meet Love. I would do anything. Dude, remember how we... We predicted that we would probably make it five minutes with the, the morning zoo routine. Yeah. And we made it through like 30 seconds. Yeah. I hated doing it. Me too. I hated it a lot. It felt not like us and not fun. All right. Here we go. This is Meatloaf. I would do anything for love. Okay. So you be the poetry teacher now. You're the professor. All right. All right. Someone turns this in. I think we're doing a little bit better. All right. What's here. the grade that you give uh, Axel there for his, his poem? Dude, for Axel, I'm giving him a C just for like volume and effort and because it's 2021 now you can't fail anybody so um have you ever never failed anyone in a class i have actually I've, okay. I've, a couple of times that's but, good to uh, know you that, that that's that's your integrity right there yeah yeah barely. someone never comes hanging on by a very thin thread <laughs> let's say but um all right this is meatloaf poetry teacher here we go i take umbrage a little bit with the with the start of it and i think you're going to know why Here's the start. Here's the first opening line. And I would do anything for love. Mm. Yeah? Okay. Now... Talk about it. In general, uh -huh. things that begin with and uh -huh. annoy the crap out of me. Sure. But when we get into specifics, there are a good number of them that I like. Uh -huh. oh, are we going to smoke? You We're going to smoke? smoke. Yeah. Is it warm enough in here to crack these doors? Oh, or is sure, it warm enough sure. outside? Absolutely. Yeah, it's nice and sunny. Dude, when, does the sun this time of year not get over on that side and fill the whole room? Oh, with it does. Light yeah, up. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, we'll be there. I don't even know what direction I'm Minutes. Facing. Yeah, yeah. What Here. direction is this? Choose a cigar. Uh, I have no idea. I think that's south. I'm going to get a long one going. There you go. Mm. Baptiste by Oliva. Leaving all this in. Yeah. Opening oh, yeah. the windows. Dude, we got to get back to meatloaf. I don't know if I can punch this. It's so it's a box pressed, and I, I it's I don't think. I, ooh, you got any more box pressed? I Dude, if there's this. not, you can have this one. No, 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 no. I, I want you to have it. No, no, no. You talk about box press more than me. You love them. I do love them, but Dude, take I want you to have it. I want you to have it. Take it. Join me. Okay. All right, give me the Here. the bag. Take the bag. We have a like a freezer bag full of cigars. Oh, this is all messed up. Dude, where is that punch? I'm gonna try to punch it. Nevertheless. Um. Punch it! Um. <laughs> Dude, so the cellophane being removed. Why was Meatloaf so uncool? Um, I don't know. I think like he's too earnest. Yeah, very earnest. Uh, he, you know, he didn't have the right like body type for. Oh yeah, totally. The period. Uh huh. I don't know. And then what's funny is he got really skinny. He like worked his butt off to like lose all that weight. Yeah. And immediately. Got re-famous for being a huge fat guy in Fight Club. Yes, that's right. You know, do you Ted, do you remember when Meatloaf made that comeback? They made a TV movie about him on VH1, and he came out with uh, Bat Out of Hell 2, Back Into Hell? <laughs> I remember that existing, but I don't remember any specifics about it. I'm sure it was terrible. Oh, yeah. Excellent. We've got fire. We can make fire. We're men. Ted has a, a nostalgic connection to all these lighters. He just I keeps do. them around. He's okay. like, this is the lighter that I... <laughs> That I had when I was 17. Right. Remember disposable lighter machines? Mm -hmm. They would be like right next to a cigarette machine? Mm -hmm. Gosh, I miss cigarette machines. Dude, how much would it cost to get us into a cigarette machine? 
in our smoke rooms. You ever look that up? No. I'm gonna look it up right now. Um, hold on a minute though. Mm-hmm. Don't don't close the tab with meatloaf. Oh no. Unless that's run the course. I feel like it hasn't. Dude, no. Let's finish the. Let's close the loop on meatloaf. Um. I feel like we could have segued from Latham's to Meatloaf we directly. Alright, here we go. The beginning is, and I would do anything for love. I'd run right into hell and back. I would do anything for love. I'll never lie to you. And that's a fact. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's hot, wet garbage. Okay. So uh, as a po- uh, poetry prof, you would give that one? I would write trite in red marker. Okay. Although... I do like the earnestness. I, I do. And I think that's I like another thing that, like, he was at just the wrong time to be that earnest. That's it. Yeah. I mean, like, maybe when it first came out. This is from the freaking 70s or 80s or something, right? When, when did this song come out? Dude, no. I feel like this song kind of had its apex in the 90s. It's so long, I too. do anything for love Wikipedia. Um, I think it, it came back about maybe the time that I was type, yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when we really experienced it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, never mind. The song was released in 1993. Yeah. So oh, it, this this was from Bat Out of Hell back mm-hmm. into Hell. This wasn't from the the original Bat Out of Hell, dude. So I feel like he he kind of caught the tail end of earnestness. Earnestness was like fully dead by 1995. Oh, dude! What? I just learned something. Oh, he, he was dead. He didn't write it. Oh, Jim Steinman wrote it. Oh, this had Steinman's fingerprints all <laughs> over. <laughs> You Americans, all the same. <laughs> Dude, now, it's one thing if you wrote it. Mm-hmm. But it's another thing. Here, here's the meeting. This slides across your desk if you're meatloaf. <laughs> and you're like, huh. I'll never forget the way you feel right now. Oh, no. No way. <laughs> and he's reading and he's going... You know what, Steinman? You really did it. <laughs> you about you really did time. it this time. You outdid yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Steinman, Steinman. That's right. I'll be done. <laughs> anything for love. Oh, I would do anything for love. I would do anything for love. But I won't do that. So, okay. No, I, I won't do that. I have a couple problems here. Sure. We Go. seem to be contradicting ourselves. Um, and it's a little vague. Yeah. He never says what the thing is. Um, it could be anything from, like, a weird sex thing to, like, <laughs> I won't watch Pride and Prejudice with you, right. the BBC version, all seven hours. You know? I, I think... At, what is he not doing? At this point, what? though, whenever my wife wants me to, like, watch a like a period piece I don't want to watch, uh-huh. I'm just going to look her in the eyes, uh-huh. hold both of her hands, yeah. and start singing. Yeah. I would do anything... He had a weird voice. Right? Yeah, very. Uh, and, and and she'll know immediately where I'm going. Yeah. And she'll try to pull away and she'll be like, fine, yeah, okay. But I'm going to hang on tight and keep that eye yeah. contact until I get to... But I won't to do that. Dude, now, what was it that we loved about this? Because we did both enjoy this song. Like, where, on what levels did it work? It works... A, like most 90s stuff, for recalling a time and place. Because even when I thought that it was an older song, it was Mm -hmm. a 90s experience for Mm -hmm. me. Um, And now knowing that it's from like the Frasier period. Yeah. uh, And, I don't know, it's got a nice hook to it. It does. It's got a ballad feel that you and I both like, that that people don't do anymore. People don't do ballads because they're too earnest. It's got a bigness. Like, it builds toward a really big 
moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big, anthemic. It's not afraid to be like over the top. That's right. Which is why it actually gets an A from me. Okay. Full on A. Now listen, in Wikipedia, I just see. Okay. There's a section called Perceived Ambiguity of, quote, <laughs> that. Okay. Meatloaf says that the question, what is that? Is uh-huh. one of the most popular questions he's asked. Sure. Each verse mentions two things that the man would do for love, uh-huh. followed by one thing that he will not do. The little, f- the, I'm sorry, the title phrase repetition reasserts that he won't do uh-huh. that. Each mention of that is a reference to the particular promise that he made earlier in the same verse. Oh, I haven't uh-huh. listened closely enough to I've these lyrics. Either, yeah. Um, I never deconstructed it at that level in 1993. So, that being the case, the four things he says he will never do are... Mm-hmm. Forget the way you feel right now. Mm-hmm. Forgive myself if we don't go all the way tonight. Um, okay. He'll never forgive... Wait. He'll... He'll, he'll never, never forgive, forgive himself, himself for not going all the way. Uh, okay. Yeah. Then it's gross to think of, too, because he was such a particular kind of guy. Yeah. In so many ways. So, uh, I, I, I want to lean in on that for a second. So, like, in, in our... In, in Christian terms... There's a sense in which you would never forgive yourself for being a dirtbag in that particular yeah, way. Yeah, But what he's saying is... If I can't pressure you into this, I'll right. never forgive I'll, myself. <laughs> he would do right. anything for love, but he won't do that. I'm going to drive home feeling like a dirtbag for not going all the way. Oh, boy. That's dark. There's two more. Yeah. He would never forgive himself... Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. He would never do for love. Mm-hmm. Do it better than I do it with you. Gross. What is this guy? I don't like that. You know what? I, I repeat like my this A. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or stop dreaming of you every night of my life. I. It seems like he's kind of caught in this uh, this sort of paradox between viewing whoever he's singing to as kind of a mark slash uh, uh, trophy and like uh, the love of his life. Yes. And which is a thing to me that music sometimes does that just uh, makes me irate. Yeah. Um, Pick one. Buddy, yeah, be a dirtbag exactly. or don't. Right, yeah. Um, interesting. Well, we've, we've... Can I hear a little more? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get into it. Dude, I like your laptop, dude. It's got dude, Dutchek um, freaking sticker. It's got the Muquano sticker, which yeah. I made a mistake and put on my car. Oh. And it kind of bubbled up and, and sure, sure. sloughed off. The smoke ring, happy rant. Yeah. Old school, Old school shirts. shirts. Yes. I still had never got my last shirt. Dude, I got my Ruger stickers on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All right, here we go. <clears throat> this is a bridge of sorts. As we discussed before, meatloaf, multiple bridges. Here we go. Steinman. Anyway. Yeah, St- Steinman, in a way. And some days it don't come easy. And some days it don't come hard. And some days it don't come at all. And these are the days that never end. And some nights you're breathing fire. And some nights you're carved in ice. <clears throat> some nights you're like nothing I've ever seen before or will again. And maybe I'm crazy. Oh, it's crazy and it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can save me. No one else can save me now but you. This is this is garden variety manipulative behavior on the part of Meatloaf. Yes. He's manipulating her. I don't like oh, this. Y- yeah. No. no one can save me. Right? This is this is Antichrist talk. It is. And uh, I get out my red pen right off the mm-hmm. bat. Get out the red pen. Doesn't, doesn't, right. doesn't. Right. We, we, that's, that again, we're mm-hmm. talking like uh, people from 
the other side of the river, uh, yeah. speaking Bay City terms. Come on, uh, Steinman. Yeah. You know? Steinman, you're better than you're this. You're better than Maybe this. you're not, Maybe though. You're Did not. you see the picture yeah. of him? No. What's Steinman look like? Let's Steinman. Let's get, exactly, a, get a visual. He looks like a worse meatloaf. This is exactly Back. what you would think Steinman would look like. Uh, here we go. By Jim Steinman. Steinman. I'm going to make him big. Oh, yeah. The true and better meatloaf right there. So you see this guy <clears> sitting <throat> uh, in a... I don't know, whatever, a bar, yeah. a heavy metal bar. What do you think his story is? If you didn't know that he was the composer of, I would if, think about it. Would be, it would be impossible for a man, like a human, <laughs> to look any more like a lizard. <laughs> right down to like the, 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 the patina of the jacket that he's wearing. Dude, if you look next to him on the, the booth, you can uh-huh. see a, a skin that he just molted. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Dude, Steinman. I bet he's got some stories. <laughs> I bet we wouldn't want to hear them. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Interesting. Uh, what were you going to just... We were, we were going into something else and we wanted to... Yeah, what were we going into? You, you opened something else. In a different tab, I think. What did I open, dude? Um, it would be a nice surprise to find out. It will be a nice surprise. I don't think I did. I think it was this. This was the thing. No, I was this like, was hold on. Thing. And you were like, yeah, let's close the loop on meatloaf a minute. Shoot, oh, you said, I had to look that up right now. Oh, it was if you could get a cigarette machine. Yes. So you were going to see if you could get a cigarette machine a minute ago. And you said, don't look it up. And and then you, but I'm going to do it now. Do it now. Yes, do it. You know what? Do what you want. You don't have to listen to me. I'm like, I, I, I ain't the boss of you. Listen, this put show. put it in terms. This show is a partnership. Okay? Ted, no one can uh, save me but you. <laughs> no. And I'll no never forgive myself now, if we don't get a cigarette machine. I will drive home feeling like a dirtbag. <laughs> for not having a... For cigarette. not getting a cigarette machine. The thing I love about cigarette machines, you pull the knob. Dude, the knob. The yes. Knob. I would love to have one. I don't smoke cigarettes, well, but i Well, dude, there's a great one. visual of, like, the different boxes. Yeah. And, yeah, the corresponding knob. And they were phenomenal. everywhere in the Everywhere, 80s. dude. Dude, what are we looking at? Craigslist or something, or what? Here Cigarette machine. Oh, I'm getting a bunch of results for like rolling machines. I'm looking at vintage vending. cigarette vending machine. Oh, dude, here we go. Game on. Oh yes, Winston Salem, four hundred bucks. Here's one for hundred and five dollars. Dude, I found one for two fifty, and it looks sweet. Used on Etsy. Dude, you can pay a lot for these, but there's some reasonable ones for well, sure. Well, it doesn't matter if it works because you're not going to be vending exactly. cigarettes out of it. Yeah, it's just a it's just a piece of furniture for the smoke room. Dude, look at this bad boy. 250 bucks. And it's the it's the like the motif that we like. Um Let me and the listeners see it. Yeah. I was looking for a better picture, but Booby. Since this is uh radio not television, Dude, I'm gonna describe this. Oh, it's something about the like triangles pop- yes. pointing up the triangles. that reminds me of every one of those. Absolutely. That's a bowling alley cigarette Dude, machine. Very much a bowling alley cigarette machine. Very of the time and place. Dude, listen, if you Look at that. Yeah. You hear meatloaf. Yes. It, it, no one has to press play or tell Alexa to do it or anything. It's just, it happens. Here's the other thing I loved about that meatloaf song, though, to go back to that. The piano in it, dude. Dude, meatloaf I'm a sucker is a great pianist. Yeah. For piano in any rock song. Wait, did he play the piano or did Steinman? It was Steinman playing a Steinway. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Steinway. That's the extent of my piano knowledge right there. 
Um, uh, does Meatloaf actually play the piano is my question. That we're, This is basically just us looking things up on Google today. <laughs> we were supposed to be morning shock jocks yeah. and instead we're just like guys looking things up on Google and telling each other what we found. Exactly. Actually play saxophone? When the world? What? He must have been acting in something where he played Dude, saxophone is such a dead thing. Dude, I get mine out every once in a while and really? riff on it a bit. Yeah. Play some mournful 90s. Careless Whisper? Oh, yeah, dude. Apex Mountain for saxophones. Careless Whisper. Listen to me, man. I'm going to tell you uh, real quick uh, several things you never knew about Meatloaf. Okay. All right. And uh, I want you to tell me if they make you sad or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, Meatloaf was so determined to avoid being enrolled into the army that he deliberately put on 68 pounds in a month in an attempt to fail a medical exam. The army still passed him and sent him his draft notice. That makes me sad. Meatloaf's early career was spent performing with bands which include the quite frankly ridiculously named Floating Circus, Popcorn Blizzard, and Meatloaf's, Meatloaf's Soul. Uh, there was a rumor that Meatloaf wanted the meat... Eh, who cares? Who cares? You know what? I don't care. Yeah. What is Meatloaf's favorite meat? It's pork chops. <laughs> I think our podcast is... Hey, I, it was, I, I was joking when I said has it run its course, but maybe. No, no, maybe I want to segue this into a discussion that we had over breakfast, over pork which, chops, which was the whole the whole sort of motif of Jerry D. Jenkins, co-author of the Left Behind series, being quote, and this was your term, but I, I feel like you've heard it from others. Oh yeah, I didn't coin this. Kind of the the Godfather of Christian fiction, and it begged the question. Um, you know, I, I think it's safe to say here on the program that neither of us think a whole lot of Jerry B. Jenkins' work. Would you want to be rich, famous, known as the godfather of Christian fiction, but you have his body of work? But I've written Left Behind. But you've written Left Behind, volumes, all 19 volumes. Instead of Re-Raptured. Plus some other dreck. Would you, would you want that as a career arc, or would you want, like, you've been around for a couple decades, you've got a small but devoted audience, people really like your work, but you, you never reached that pinnacle of, uh, of, of success. And I said that reminded me of a similar question okay. that had been batted around, and it's the same question. Mm -hmm. Would you rather be Hootie the Blowfish? Yeah. Who had, like, the big platinum album. One huge record. Form. Everyone knows who you are, but yeah. everyone thinks of you as kind of like, oh, yeah. you did that thing. Yeah. Or solid, respectable following, but mm -hmm. most people don't know who you are, but you have a slightly upward... Yeah. Arc to your career for most of your career. You're still making interesting music. You're still making a living doing what you love. Making a living doing what you love. And I think I I think the answer is the second one. Uh, I feel like I feel like you're way more likely to die in a bathtub if it's the first one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine every day I mean I, here's to some degree, like I'm I'm writing another book now. Okay. I just started. Nice, um but, like, to some degree, having had a couple of books with one of the big six publishers mm -hmm. and knowing I'm probably not even going to try for that kind of thing again. Sure. There's a sense of, like, well, I did that. Mm -hmm. And now after it is just kind of like uh, Fairweather Johnson or whatever the second, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> whatever happens, thing. happens. Yeah. Um, and then at the same time, like, I didn't. It didn't have enough success with those early ones for it to feel sure, like that. Like sure, I, sure, sure. I got to imagine. Yeah, it's not like you got a half a million dollars or whatever. To yeah, write and then everyone yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, you couldn't write another one." So right. yeah, right. Like, 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 or the next one was a bomb. Or yeah. like, you know, even like, even like J.K. Rowling. Now this yeah. is going to sound hilarious for me to say. Yeah. I wouldn't take that career. I wouldn't. A. I wouldn't want to be a billionaire. 
I, I feel like that sounds like a horrible life. Really? Talk I about really that. do. Having so much money mm-hmm. that like managing your money is a major part of your life. Uh-huh. Like dealing with all that comes with being making all the decisions. You know, like having a bigger GDP than like some countries. It we, just to me it sounds it sounds like it would be like, ooh, I want that, I want that, I want that. And as soon as you got it, you'd be like, gosh, I wish I could go back to a regular life. Totally. Dude, we um, could have our minor league baseball team. We could, though. Yeah. yeah. A, a millionaire. Okay. Yeah. So I would just blow it all on a minor league baseball Sure, sure, sure. But, like, she wrote all these Harry Potter things, which are basically like, what if Star Wars was wizards? Mm-hmm. And then when she tried to, like, write that other one mm-hmm. with a pen name, mm-hmm. and maybe I'm getting the, the facts wrong a little, but I think what yeah. happened was it was so very, very bad uh-huh. that they immediately had to, like, leak. Oh, no, 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 you guys, this is J.K. Rowling, so buy yeah, yeah, it. yeah. And still, people were like, this is terrible. Mm. Um, and now she's, like, trying to do everything she can to, like, stay relevant by, like, pissing people off on Twitter and stuff. And she'll really? never get back to... She'll keep going back to the well of Harry Potter, I think. What's her Twitter persona like? Oh, like, recently, I think she got in huge trouble for suggesting that there are men and women, which... So, um, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah? Would Ronnie Martin retweet her? I don't think so. Because she's a woman, so that she's that a checks woman, a box. but she's not. She's apparently like maybe I can make some waves by not being woke. So okay. I don't think Ronnie Martin would retweet her. No, he wouldn't. But if it would help <laughs> him, he probably would. Listen, <laughs> Listen, my definition of not being misogynist is using women's tweets uh, to promote your brand. There you go. Um, there, that sounds wrong. That's mm. not what I mean. I mean, of being a misogynist. No. Speaking of tweets, baby. I want to read. I want. I want you to read me some of the following tweets okay. about people that wanted the podcast. Back. Then I can read you some uh, emails too. Yeah, yeah, dude. Dude, you know who sent us a nice little note? Who? Uh, Weebs. 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 But he didn't send us twelve dollars. So. Did he know that we were going to be together this weekend? No, no, no. Mm. He was responding to uh, to the to the tweet. Okay. Which do you miss it? Does anyone miss it? Yeah. <laughs> which which now that I think about it. I was just being like, like goofy. Yeah, it sounds. But it like, sounds very sad. Like Cry for help. Yeah, it does. It? it sounds. Like, it sounds like. Does anyone even care about me? Dude, it sounds incredibly sad. And I had the ticket in hand though, and I wanted, yeah. I just wanted show content. Exactly. Um. Okay. Yeah. Info at gutcheckpress.com. Does the gut check army need jugglers? Uh, a Christian movie about. Redemption, starring Cole Hauser. Dude, Cole Hauser? Listen to this email. This he was my it. favorite guy from uh, from Google Hunting. He was the, uh, it's a good cod, dude. Good engine. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, we could have been in on the ground floor here. Okay. This is from uh, late, late November. Hey, Gut Check Podcast. Is there anything I can do to help you cover this story? Uh-huh. I can intro you to Ivy, who co-wrote and co-produced the film, and get you any assets or quotes you might need for a piece. Uh, and this is from, like, one of these... Dude, uh, this was a publicist? Publicity people. Uh, Wanting us to promote a Cole Hauser thing? Third time in a row sending us an email. I'm reaching out as we've just released a feature film called The Last Champion on iTunes for pre-orders. The film is starring Cole Hauser from Yellowstone and Dazed and Confused and set for early release, blah, blah, blah. In a nutshell, a small-town wrestling star wins a gold medal at the Olympics only to lose both his medal and reputation due to a poor decision. 20 years later, he returns home after his mother's death to save his family home from foreclosure. Um, Dude, all kidding aside right now. This sounds amazing to you? I'm kind of in on that. Well, we can promote it now. Uh, I wrote back. Dude, will they send us a screener? 
No, that's what I said. I said, okay. listen, we're not going to promote something sight unseen for free. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you let us watch it, we'll yeah, talk we about a screener, it. Yeah, and we'll, I never we'll talk about. It. So wow. apparently they weren't doing that because it wasn't. I'm sure they were worried about it getting out on sure. torrent sites and stuff, but I wouldn't be too worried. Is the movie released now? I don't know. Because if, if they'll still send us one, we would talk about it. Yeah, we'd watch. We'd watch that. That sounds. It sounds like something you might write. Dude, where were you at in Kohlhauser? Why didn't he have a bigger career? Uh, quick question. Yeah. Who's Kohlhauser? You don't know who Kohlhauser? I'm, I'm gonna Google him. Yeah, Google the him. <laughs> you'll you'll remember you'll remember when you see him. He was the guy. Oh, in, I know this guy. In their crew in Goodwill Hunting, who didn't say much but was scary. This guy then got in on. Uh, he he was the star. Was he the star of Paparazzi? Maybe that like Mel G- Mel Gibson produced uh, Revenge thing. Yeah. And then he also, I think this is the guy who. There was a movie, it might have been The Breakup, okay. where Vince Vaughn was the sweetheart, yeah. and he was the Vince Vaughn character. Okay. And you remember that line in Wedding Crashers, when uh, when Owen Wilson's like, you're going to get arrested. And he said, arrested for what? Being awesome? <laughs> and then this guy said the exact same line to Vince Vaughn. Okay. Like, we're like really over the top establishing, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the dirtbag. Right. Okay, no, I do like that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That... that was just me reading. So this is also me reading our emails. Reading we're, just, we're just going through our mail. That's what it. we're doing. We're opening we're the mail. We're letting people in on it. Which you used to do on the happy rant, but you did it to yourself. I used we're to including the mail. audience. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Exactly. Let me see here. I'm looking for uh, Weebs. Weebus. This is also me checking my Twitter account. <laughs> or it was the gut check Twitter account. Agreed. <laughs> There's like three minutes of usable audio. Exactly. This. Ted's not checking his email. Here it is, Zach slash Ted. Mm-hmm. I have enjoyed every episode, and I admire the genuine on-air friendship that you have shared with your audience. Aww. Though I am choking up a little as I write, if it helps to hear someone say it, do one last show, or not, and be free to fade into retirement. But I'll keep listening if you keep recording. I really overplayed, like misplayed that Yeah, yeah, game. yeah. Because um, several people were like, well, do you still have fun doing it? Yeah, yeah. If you don't have fun anymore... Get like, the psychology of it. I'm like, yeah. I just took a, a freaking a bunch of time off to go to, to go do a bunch of them, but okay. Right, right. Um, uh, but I'll keep listening if you keep recording. You guys have been great fun to listen to. Thank you for interacting with the fans. Sincerely, the real fake Chuck Weebus. Weebus. <laughs> so here's some other of the funny Dude, Weebus is a man of means. I bet he could help us buy a minor league baseball team. Dude, I bet he already owns a couple of them. He might. Dude, listen to the birds. You can always tell mm-hmm. when we're recording in Tennessee because you can hear those lovely mm-hmm. songbirds in the background. Here we go. <laughs> Quick informal poll. Anyone missed the Gut Check podcast or has it run its course? <laughs> you are the wings above our wind, Chuck Weebus says. Okay. Uh, it is the sparkle in my eye. Nice. That's from Just Two Guys. What is Just Two Guys? Just five followers. Okay. Oh, it's a podcast. So just over two guys, then. It must be a podcast, a newly formed podcast. Okay. Um, Classy Grant, the happy Grant. I Uh miss it indeed. About as much as I miss being able to read Re-Raptured over the holidays, because I never said it to him yet. Jared Rossiter, my life would be incomplete without the adventures of Zach and Ted. See, this is the kind of stuff that I want to be able to read to you. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, like, how can I read, like, kind things to Ted? I should have just fished for it that way. Yeah, yeah, Tell me nice things about Ted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where else am I going to listen to two guys demolish a box of tacos? Mm. Church curmudgeon needs more captivating interviews. Is he referencing the time when we interviewed him? Yeah. Which I don't, I don't remember. I know we did that, but I don't remember anything about it. Do you? <laughs> Do you? No. 
Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, he wasn't like what I thought he would be like. Is that still a thing? Church curmudgeon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I bet you he's at 500,000 followers. Let me see. Book deal? Has he done his book? He did the one book, and then there was another book that we were going to do with him, the okay. St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. He's at 102,000 followers. And, uh, is he the St. Augustine guy? Too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. And then he said, oh, no, I think St. Martin's Press is going to do that as well, but mm. I haven't seen that it's come out. Mm. Um, we could have done that. We could have already had that out, buddy, and you would have gotten more than a buck a book. Yeah. Hooves. Joshua Hoover. Hoove. Uh, miss it. Besides, what other excuse are you and Ted going to have to call each other? What? Yeah. Come on. Y'all, it's, this is Thomas Carpenter. Okay. He's hopefully from the South. Yeah. Y'all, it's literally, probably, my favorite podcast, legit. I love it. I love it. Literally and probably. He went to the meatloaf school of, of words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's one. Yeah. Uh, Gut Check Pod is what redeems Cluck from the other girly shows. That's where I fall back in love with him after listening to him agree with those softies on all kinds of issues. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Who said that? Uh, Aziel Moreno. And I owe this guy an apology. Oh, yeah, the guy that was going to be on the Zoom. The yeah, and I, and yeah. I somehow missed him in the email. I do yeah, apologize, yeah. man. Um, I hope that you get on in the next one. I'm glad he said what he said there, though. Yeah, that he, yeah. he, he wasn't like... Forget these guys then. If yeah, they don't yeah, let yeah. me in, you're not going to let me into your smoke? Yeah. I got to kill you right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darren Dolchek, miss it. Still wear my Summer of Gut Check t-shirt regularly. Nice. Loved it when you guys went by for a phase. Well, we're by now. We're just by monthly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matthew Breeden, I have missed hearing y'all's conversation. There's a lot of y'all going on conversation. Miss it greatly. I for sure miss it. It was such a great part of my listening life. Here's the problem. Yeah. This works so well. I'm probably going to do it every once in a while. Dude, absolutely. It's, it's just going to take, take, take another step in that direction. It's going to be like, it's hey, would be... anyone miss me if I was gone? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or if I run it's my It's going to get great agents more <laughs> cloying and needy and sad. This is going to be a, a real building block in our like <laughs> self-esteem uh, platform from, from here on out. Oh, Aaron says, I miss it dearly. Lori, I miss it. Dr. OG, MOG. I knew getting dead on Twitter would ruin everything. Yeah, With this great uh, McConaughey, I need it. I need gift. it. Oh, I love it. Uh, I love it. And then Leah Joy doesn't let her kids listen to it anymore, apparently. I don't know what ah. we said. Um, but she misses being able to, to listen to it well. And Ryan French, I yearn for it. Oh. Hey, here's, a, here's the best response. Yeah. To Do You Miss It? Um, are desk blotters underrated? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I love it, dude. It's Jordan Kropf. Dude, I've still got my desk blotter. And then I told you, uh, big new boy, uh, long time boy, yeah. miss the non-governor slash COVID happier chats. I don't feel like we're unhappy when we're dunking on uh, the governor of Michigan. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we? No, I don't, I, I mean, I don't feel like it's, yeah, I don't feel like it's unhappy. Dude, and listen to this, KT Sinift. Uh-huh. Yes, I'm with Kermudge. I miss the interviews. What are these people talking about? I feel like in our history as a program, we've had like two interviews. We interviewed Cliff. We interviewed Ronnie one time really early on. Frank Turk. Once Frank, or twice. I, I miss Turk. Yeah. For a million reasons, but he won't come on anything anymore. Mm-hmm. He won't even come on to talk about comic books. Good for him. He's like a fully private human being. I know, dude. What a, what a crazy thing to be. Right? Which is what everybody was like 30 years ago. Think about that, dude. Unless you were one of, like, the 150 famous people, you were a fully private human being. Yeah. And it was just, I missed that. Yeah. It was just a thing that everybody was. So there was no expectation of being anything else. If you wanted to, like, solicit a bunch of people telling you that you should still exist, you had to call, like... Yeah. We would have to call, like, 600 yeah. people in a row. Listen. Hey. hey. Do you miss me? <laughs> <laughs> 
Do, should we should we uh, bring this to a close, or should Let's we talk it. about some uh, emails we got? Let's bring it to a close. Let's do emails on the next episode. All right. Welcome to the jungle, guys. We, <laughs> we got we got fun and games here. Ultimate concierge, Axel Rose. <laughs> <laughs> a little up and down his concierge work, but uh, what, what kind of concierge do you think he is now? And that he basically looks like. I don't know, like the most bloated, like broken, yeah. hollowed out version of himself. I can't believe it's the same man. I feel like people, I'm scared to say that though, because I feel like people could say that about me. If they saw a picture of me when I was like 20, and a picture of me now. I posted a picture of us. Yeah. When we got, uh, when I got in the car. Yeah, yeah. And everyone was like, is that, is that Ted's son? Oh. And then like little, no, but not in the nice way. Like, oh. Like, like, look at this little baby. Like. Like, uh, Wait, who's the baby? Me? You're the baby. I'm the baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> is, is it because... And stay with me here. Do you think it confused them that I, like, buckled you into one of those car seats? <laughs> I mean, do you think maybe that's that's how how put, come they they, 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 <laughs> they they thought that you were, in a sense, like my baby? And that you call me baby. Just because that's, that's like... part of it, too. That's a ritualistic thing that we do when we get into the car together. <laughs> You're I like, put you in the back seat. You go, hey, baby, good to see you. And then you put me in like one of those five-point harnesses. And I lift you up. And I, and I put you in a little harness, and I put a little pinky in your mouth. It's nice, though. That Is you, that weird? That you switch to the front facing. I yes. appreciate that. <laughs> so I can right. make eye contact yes. in and make that conversation. Yeah, yeah. That was only like two times ago that you switched from the rear I can, facing. I can hand you Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> you doing okay, buddy? You know, just check in on you from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> I think you may have hit the nail on the head. That I is, think so. That I think maybe that caused some confusion <laughs> in retrospect. But, uh, baby, we have done what we always do in this program. In that we have wandered to and fro throughout. It's Zadie Zack in the Jog. Zadie Zack in the Jog. 97.1 WENS, the weakest morning drive. Join us tomorrow when we will see you. <laughs> Join us tomorrow, which is also next time <laughs> 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 <laughs>